What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, almost Friday morning for you, you two guys. What's going on, Phil? Sat- Saturday morning, Saturday man. Morning. Yeah, Fuck. It, it is. It is late. Let's do it. This is like Australian football late, huh? I, <laughs> I'm getting ready. The season starts soon. Oh, nice. Steve, That's it. Steve, what's up, man? Oh, not a whole lot, man. Uh, we're in my wheelhouse here, just about hitting 12 a.m., so... Nighttime's the Pretty- right time for you. Always, always. The night owl, man. He doesn't ever sleep, does he? No, we're getting prime Steve right now. <laughs> I absolutely do not sleep enough, that's for sure. <laughs> well, who has the time? You got to watch all the game film, NASCAR film, you know, to get ready for the race. <laughs> that's it. Mm. How'd we do last week? We, uh, surprisingly, man, we, we grinded a, a small win. Um, we put two units to the good, which is which is awesome at Daytona. I mean, there were, there were three catastrophic wrecks um, and some involved our guys. So it was nice to, nice to get a profit at the end of the day. And now we can move on to a, a, you know, a less volatile track, a little bit more predictability. So we're very excited. Steve, how do you think we're, how do you, how are we feeling this season with these next gen cars and everything like that? Do you feel like you've got a beat on it or do you still feel like more work needs to be done? Uh, well, there definitely needs to be more work done and researched. Uh, there's, there's nothing guaranteed. I mean, we right. can go off of things. Yeah, I mean, we can go off of like, you got to go off of things that, as far as the track itself goes. There's no data on the cars themselves. So going into this weekend, we're going to be looking into things like uh, tire wear, um, restarts, you know, things, things like that that don't really change. Like, you know, drivers characteristics rather than car performance so kind of kind of think that's when you're good direction gonna go down have you noticed anything like a real curveball coming at you because of the next gen cars or not really uh i i, I think it's too early to tell okay. because we've we've gone to two racetracks that don't really um you know can now we condone to 
how the car is going to perform for a whole season. We've gone to like a, a short track that's a quarter mile, and then we've been at a super speedway, which is, you know, anybody can kind of run well. Right. So I feel like this weekend I'm going to learn a lot because we're, at, we're you know, at an intermediate track. It's more the uh, cookie-cutter style of NASCAR we're used to seeing week to week. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's not like an extreme on one side of the spectrum or the other. This this is, you know, going to be a good barometer for what we see the rest of the year. So, you know, even if things don't go well for us on Saturday and Sunday, uh, we'll get a lot of usable data going forward. Right. Okay. Love it, man. Love it. Yep. So I know that, you know, the next gen cars, I know that was our big question mark going into the season. So it will be fun. They look cool. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah, they do look cool. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. All right. So we got so, what two races this weekend? We do. We All have right. uh, an Xfinity race uh, tomorrow, and uh, which would be today, <laughs> and then a uh, a Cup race Sunday. So, if you want, uh, we can hop right in. Let's do it, man. I know we're all tired. Everybody but Steve is exhausted. So let's let's get to it. <laughs> I feel yeah. pretty good for a Friday. I'll be honest. <laughs> Normally, I am beat down right now. But right. I'm I'm so feeling kind of upbeat tonight. So it's a good good sign. You're only suicidal on Mondays. I got you. Yeah, I mean this. This is a good week, though. Monday was a you know holiday for us. So I, I don't know if you guys celebrate up there, but we had a holiday here in the U.S. So. It was family day. In family day. Family day. Hmm. Yeah. I, I I can't say what my mind is thinking, but it's it's like it it would involve like John Gruden emails to express how I feel about that. <laughs> Every day's family day. Oh God damn it! All right, so Xfinity. What are we looking at? All right, um, we've got we've got a list of winners here, and um, the two that that I really like, and and I know Steve likes also. Um, the first one is Josh Berry plus twelve hundred over at Fanduel, um, and Brandon Jones plus sixteen hundred at Fanduel. Um, I like those guys to to split up, you know, like ninety percent of of one unit between those two. And then a little sprinkle on Riley Herbst and Jeffrey Earnhardt. Uh, Herbst is plus four thousand at MGM. Earnhardt is a thousand to one at DraftKings. So it's one of those things where if you get a thousand to one on something, you got to take it. Got I it. think that's in the intro, right? Uh, you know, if anybody gives you a thousand to one on something, you take it. Am that's, I? That's the office, right? Is that oh, it's the office. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I knew it was somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like Josh Berry. I mean, his learning curve has been awesome. And uh, he's done good equipment this year. He's got, you know, a steady ride. He's driving for a championship. And um, I just – I really expect him to see – well, I, I wrote a, an article on um, for Odds Checker today about Josh. Good and synerg- I like him. Good in, synergy right there. Good, good job. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I actually kind of halfway sort of know what I'm talking about on this guy. <laughs> in this matchup against Algar. So I like him for a unit against Justin Algar as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steve? Steve yeah, you know? uh, I, yeah, they, fortunately for us, that just became more widely available. When that was written, it was only on uh, MGM, but uh, DraftKings just released that as a featured matchup. So we've learned these past couple of weeks that the featured matchups are the ones that I believe stay live during the course of most of the race. As long as the two cars are, you know, at least still have a chance to beat one another. So maybe, it's a, uh, it's a pretty cool little wrinkle DraftKings added there. 
Yeah, they're doing some pretty cool stuff over there this year. I, I believe they're, you know, uh, keeping things interesting here with the featured matchups and uh, they're keeping the top 20s out there. I believe they're doing something else. Uh, oh, the, the positional spreads. That's another feature that they've added this year. You can bet a driver, you know, against the spread, you know, as you know, other sports do it with team to team, but this is like driver driver. So if it's plus three and a half, the driver has to finish within three positions of the other, you know, their driver competing against. So that's pretty cool. It is pretty rad. <laughs> Run that by me one more time. Run me the, the names. Pass me one more sure. time. Uh, all right. Well, uh, top down, we're going Josh Berry, Plus twelve hundred. Eleven hundred, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. I like it down to a thousand. All right. And then uh Brandon Jones plus sixteen hundred. Plus fourteen hundred? Sure. That's probably the, the cutoff. Cutoff, okay. And then Riley Herbst, uh forty to one. Got that. Uh yeah, the Canadian MGM, I'm sure you got it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh Jeffrey Earnhardt is a thousand to one at DK. Got it. And we like Brandon Jones because on, on the comparable tracks, um, I was actually looking for um, um, a matchup for Barry, like to, to play on Barry. And uh, there was one, you know, Barry versus Jones. And I was like, all right, well, you know, Brandon Jones normally sucks. So that's that could work. And uh, I was looking at Brandon Jones' uh, comparable tracks, and he he's like a stud at, at you know, Darlington and Homestead. Um, he's got a bunch of second-place finishes. So – He's a play on guy this week, so I'm 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 all for it. Okay, and you we like uh, which matchup do we like? You said uh, Josh Berry is uh, I saw a plus a hundred at MGM against Justin Algaier. Got it. Okay, and I believe it was one minus one fifteen at DraftKings. Okay, I got the plus one hundred. Sick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good one. And then uh, we don't have any top threes, but do you want to go over the top five, Steve? Yeah, sure thing. I mean. It, starting off here with Josh Berry for the top five. Phil mentioned him. Brennan Jones plus one sixty five. Also talked about him already. Um, again, Brennan Jones uh, pretty much dominated the most recent race here. Uh, so they, they they haven't raced here since before the pandemic in twenty twenty. So there's a little bit of a gap there in data, but. I think that should work out well for Brandon Jones because this track really kind of leans more on to the side of the guys who have experience here. And he's got a little more, you know, he was, he ran really well last time out. So um, the guys that are kind of ahead of him on the odds list, um, I don't think have really have as much experience as Brandon Jones. You're talking about Trevor Bain, uh, Josh Berry a little bit. I know we like him, but also kind of like Brian Jones a little more, I think. Um, Dang it. <laughs> Ty Gibbs for sure, though. I mean, he's the favorite to win the race, and uh, he has no track time here. So if you don't have the uh, you know the track time that Brandon Jones has, um, so that, a lot of good signs pointing towards Brandon Jones. Um mm-hmm. Josh Berry is kind of just, uh, he's just, uh, he, he showed a lot of promise last year. Uh, and as a whole, I, we thought we he was only going to be good in the short tracks because that's kind of where his roots are. But 
he went out and run and won a race on an inter- intermediate track very quickly. So it, he kind of showed that he can get it done on any type of racetrack. So that's kind of I, that's kind of where he wanted to start the card this week. So we took him, as Phil mentioned, for the win and also for those top five finishes there. Okay. And then going down the list a little bit more, we had a couple more, Steve. Um, do you want to talk about them or? Yeah, moving down here, the next play is going to be for Cole Custer, um, plus 275. He's got, as far as I'm looking here at recent history, he's got one race and one win. I don't know how far back uh, track history goes here. I'm looking at just recent finishes. So um, Cole Custer, very good, uh, successful, expanding driver. And uh, so we. what my theory is, they're pricing him with the thought process that he's not going to have a great performing car because he's not in a regular, you know, he's not in a regular uh, expanding car, but he's probably going to have full funding from um, his usual sponsors and everything. So with that in mind, he's, he definitely has one of the top tier driver talents in the field. So getting him at plus two seventy five for a top five feels almost like a steal to me. Yeah, normally these, yeah, normally these these um, cup drivers when they when they drop down, you know they'll they'll get some help. You know they don't want their their cup guy to go down there and you know look like shit. So they'll they'll fund the team and and give them good equipment. So we're kind of banking on banking on that. Okay, I had no idea. That's really interesting. Yeah. So is it those, yeah. just those three brand or Barry Jones and Custer? And then we got a yeah. couple a couple long shots. Oh, okay. What do yeah. we got? Got two more in uh, Riley Herps plus five fifty. Um, talked to him about him a little bit with the win wager, but uh, he ran very well. Um, I, I, we finished second uh, last time out here. Just um, and and that was back in his earlier days when he was more of a rookie. I mean, he's got a couple years experience in the series now. Good news for him this year. He's getting practice and qualifying back. Um, he didn't have he he went to a new team last year. He didn't have any um, you know no track time as far as practice goes. No qualifying to learn the car and learn the team. This year he's going to have that at a track he had success at. So that's a good combination and plus, again plus five fifty. Well, I got to hit that one time and a five to profit. So that feels good to me. And then. Um, Jay Buford plus five thousand, um, a bit of a misprice here. If you look and compare odds this week from book to book, uh, disparity is huge. I don't know what is going on over. I think it's just because it's early in the season. Books don't know where to price these guys. So, but they're I mean, the Xfinity series. It doesn't make any sense to me because they're running the same shit they ran last year. You know, it's not like there's a next gen car in Xfinity. Correct. You know, so the the prices they should have a better idea, and it just looks like they don't. Mm. So, I, you know, we can step in there and and take advantage, you know, while we can. Yeah. But you know, Buford was a little racy last week. He uh he showed a little promise. Yeah, so. I don't think I don't think they realized that that car is getting a lot of uh, funding this year. I believe it's some RCR, and uh, there is a you know the cars might be the same. But the teams are getting funding a little bit more, I think, because the cars are pretty much hand-me-downs from the Cup Series. 
Right. I don't know how that that has anything to do with it, but there's definitely more support from, you know, the upper upper tier teams with B for being an example. Jeffrey Earnhardt, I believe he was with JD Motorsports last year. This year he's moving over with Sam Hunt Racing. And John Hunt Nemechek ran that car last year. He he drove that thing in the top five. So Yeah, we uh we almost cashed a ticket with that. Was it yeah. Phoenix, right, or something? What's that? Was it at Phoenix? Oh no, he was in the fifty-four at Phoenix, right? I mean, it would, yeah, correct. It was, my, yeah, I yeah. it was Martinsville or Richmond, one of those That's two right. short tracks. But um, yeah, Jeffrey Earnhardt I, when he was running with the Gibbs, I believe an eighteen car with Gibbs at one point with in his career, he was running around top five. So it, it, he's proven that if you give him a decent car, he can get up there and fight out with the best of them. So hmm. all right, yeah. Anybody else is at it? We're we're good. And then we got uh we've got what do we have? Two two head to head, Steve. Yeah, I got uh, at least two. Um Yeah, far away. I don't I don't know if I brought these up or not. I I know we talked about Noah Gregson over AJ Almendinger. Um Love that. Love when we get the bet on Noah. Yeah, I got this one as a 1.5 unit one. Um I want to talk about age. I, the, we got to talk about the dinger here a little bit. As, I love when we get to talk about the dinger week. on the show. <laughs> Not in such a good way this week, though. Um, he's had issues with rear grip in the car. He rear tires like a slide around a lot. Um, he's usually complaining a lot about. Um, Fire, tire fall off and this is a track that absolutely eats tires you need to be able to take care of your stuff and for the long runs and just take care of that car to get to the finish and aj's had a lot of trouble with doing that uh, on the other side you got noah gregson this is a track where the tires where you gotta you gotta go to the top you gotta run the wall to just you know to get that run off the corners and um Noah's super good. I think he's the best in the series when it comes to running the top lane, especially you see that at Homestead. So you got kind of got two guys here that uh, I like the one side for the positive, and then and I also fade the bad side with AJ. All right, got it. Locked nice. Up. And so that's it, right? Just those two matchups—the one we talked about earlier and that one—or. And we got one more. Oh, let's do it. You know, little little bonus action. You're like, just uh, keep pulling rabbits out of your hat. That's it, man. We're, we're fucking magicians over here. <laughs> uh, we're taking Brandon Jones over Trevor Bain. At least I did. Steve, are you in on that? I'm, I'm good with it. I, I don't know where to place Trevor Bain this weekend. I mean, this is a guy that he's not a full, he's not a regular. He, uh, he ran a cup series for a little while. He, he he's kind of like this guy that kind of just shows up in races out of nowhere. He's got like I think four races with Joe Gibbs this year, so he it's, he there's got to be some rust at least his first week back. I would think, right, Phil? That is what I'm banking on. I mean, he's a talented dude, um, but I don't think he can just hop back in and you know be dominant. And Brandon Jones has has showed a little class at this place, and I I, I think he's got the hang of it. So. Um, I don't think there's a huge equipment disparity. I mean, Brandon Jones is on a pretty good funded team. And uh, I just, I, th- I think at least early on, Brandon Jones will have a huge, huge um, upper hand and hopefully it just lasts the entire race. I love it, man. 
I love it. So you're spanking this guy coming in looking like Jake Fromm out there, right? Or maybe uh, Mike Glennon, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I guess yeah. that's a, yeah. as good as comparison as any. Yeah. Scrub. Or, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, Bain was, you know, back when he was running more, like more races and closer to full time, he was, he was a solid driver. Um, but it's been a while. And, um, you know, we've seen it like where some, you know, some legends or, you know, old heads will hop in the car and just, you know, be okay. But, you know, the regulars just by repetition have the upper hand. And I, I think that's what we're going to see on, on Saturday. Love it. I love it. All right. Anything else on the Xfinity? That's it for me. Steve? There's an option that I think I may look into, and it's going to be taking Trevor Bain over Austin Hill. And I, this is kind of a fade on Austin Hill, but also kind of a play on the side of Trevor Bean to kind of uh, somewhat hedge your bet uh, on Trevor Bean. I just like this because he, Trevor Bean's in a good car. I think the car is a lot better than what Austin Hill is running. And, yeah, and there's another rookie in the Xfinity series, so he may not really uh, get the run he's looking for this weekend. And I would say there's probably a little recency bias hook, you know, hooked into that that line because you know Austin Hill won race, won win so far this year. He won at Daytona, so Great I, point. yeah, so I, I I think you know not exactly a household name, but he won, you know, so last week. So I think you know maybe the expectations are a little a little higher than they should be, and uh, you know I, I, he, it could be a little fall from grace here, a little wake up call. It's a great point. I'm probably, I'm probably going to take that for like a half unit just to kind of uh, a little bit of insurance play there. You don't have to do that, but if you don't feel so good about Trevor Bain, like I, like I'm in the, on the fence. So obviously you can cash both and you're riding good. I'm wondering how many how many people listening to this podcast have a strong opinion about uh, Trevor Bain. <laughs> I'm going to say less than 5%. <laughs> I was going to say less than 5 <laughs> <laughs> the Speedway Steve 2 Twitter inbox is open for debate. Oh, so yeah, there you go. Go ahead yeah. and ship your questions on over. Yeah. <laughs> the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, let's get over to the cup. What do we got? Let's go. All right. Um, My favorite guy this weekend um, is Ryan Blaney. And... um, I just I, I got a feeling he's plus twelve hundred over it. There's a Caesars boost, so if you're if you can play at Caesars and play the boost, then fuck go ahead. Um, yeah, fuck them. And then uh, <laughs> DraftKings, it's widely available. At DraftKings, um, so I got that for a half a unit. But uh, you know the Fords have been really 
really strong. And I think, I think they've got it figured out a little bit uh, more quickly than the Chevys and the Toyotas. Now the Toyotas and, and Chevys uh, have been dominant here on this track, but it's a, it's a new car. Uh, it's a, you know, different horsepower, different downforce package. I mean, it's, it's, it's all different. So I think you can throw the manufacturer crap out the window. Um, Blaney had a nice run last week and I just, I think I just got a feeling, I think it's going to be Blaney, uh, in the winter circle this weekend. Mm. What kind of, okay. What kind of number without the boost should we, would we be getting? Uh, well, I think the, even the Caesar's boost, um, makes it equal to the market everywhere else. I mean, they, they're marketing it as a boost, but it's the same as DraftKings. Okay. Regular price. Plus, so plus it's just another, is that okay? Yeah. Twelve hundred is good. It's just another out somewhere else. You know? Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe that price opened up around fourteen hundred on DraftKings, and then it got bet down because that's probably a little too high, uh, honestly. Yeah, I think I think you sent me the uh, the eyeball emojis on Monday morning <laughs> when it dropped, and I was like, yes, yeah. So it, it was it was him and Martin Truex Jr. opened up at fourteen to one. They both did. Yeah, and that we're we're on that, but. Truex, I think is like eight, eight to one now. So that's, that's out of play. Is it, uh, what about 900 plus 900? I think it's still out of play. Mm. No, I would not play Truex. I don't, I don't think, I may not even play him at the opening price. Oh, I just, really? I don't like what I've seen from Truex this year, personally. Yeah, I think he's going to suck. I think he's going to suck, but it was a, it was just a numbers grab. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we'll go down the card a little bit and then Steve can, you know, elaborate more than I, but, um, then we went uh, Kurt Busch plus thirty three hundred over at MGM. Uh, that is for three tenths of a, a unit, and then we've got a tenth of a unit on these fellas: Eric Almarola plus nine thousand at Points Bet, Ross Chastain plus eight thousand at MGM, and Chase Briscoe a hundred to one at MGM. That is just disrespectful. That number. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't have much to add to that. I mean, Chase Briscoe has been really, he's been one of the, the, the best performing guys so far we've seen from the first two races. And, uh, you carry that over from his momentum at the end of the season last year. And I don't know what they're doing here. I mean, I understand. 101? Yeah. I mean, again, this, this is a, it's a huge gap from what most folks are pricing this at uh, Chase Briscoe. I mean, it's, it, I believe he had an interview that mentioned that this is going to favor. I mean, this new car is going to favor guys like him that don't have the past notes on, um, you know, this particular, this particular car, like the old car. So they don't have to, they don't have to like unlearn things. Absolutely. So an an empty notebook is, is a good notebook in my, in my opinion. And Chase Briscoe is a dirt, kind of a dirt racer to an extent. He likes, he likes when the track is slick, he he can slide around the track and kind of uh, hang out the back end a little bit there. And it's very good at uh, that type of style racing. So again, and, and he's also in a Ford. So Ford's looked good. He's looked good last year. Um, he was running races, finishing similar to where uh, Kevin Harvick was finishing. So, hmm. yeah, I'm 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 for it. All right. Yep. And then, um, so we'll move down the card a little bit. Uh, on the top five, 
We've got Kyle Busch over at MGM. That's the best price by 40 cents that we saw. It's plus 100. So even money. That's a unit play. Um, Kyle Busch is like the best ever at at this racetrack. I mean, I don't even think it's up for debate, is it, Steve? Um, I don't. I, I don't know. I really don't think uh, you can't really argue too much on, on who can be better than him at this track, as far as uh, pure domination goes. I mean, you can talk about how, how how many laps he's led. Ryan Blaney's the closest one. I mean, last year he should have won the race, and he had to pit. I Late, think it was yeah. three laps to go because his yep. tire was coming apart. But yeah, um, I think I think Bush has uh what is it eight hundred and eighty career laps led at at this joint. I mean, yeah, but I, I believe that is enough. It's 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 over eight hundred. Yeah, like and so the, so for comparison, uh, Chase Elliott has five. You know, oh. Chase Elliott's a household name. Um, five total laps led. But wow. yeah, I mean, Kyle Bush. I mean, any market you want. I don't think you can go wrong, you know, outright win top three, top five, any matchup. I, I just, I, Kyle Bush is going to have a strong, strong run on Sunday. So we should be looking at top three, top five with Kyle Bush. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have to pivot there, sure. Yeah. I've got top five plus a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's we're okay, on that okay. for a unit. Yep. Plus one eighty, top three or no. Yeah, It's worth a sprinkle. Whatever, whatever risk tolerance you want to take, um, we're, I think we're good with on Kyle Bush. I okay, mean. done. And that was what, like a twelve-unit chip for you, or what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm trying to go light. I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going like normal, like until you guys. My theory here yeah. is that when I don't know how much you know, you know, golf arch, but. Uh, when you have like John Rahm in the field, mm-hmm. the, he's always priced, you know, very short odds. And when that happens, the rest of the field kind of get longer and longer odds. Mm-hmm. And all you need is for that one guy to struggle and then you're getting good value on the rest of the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what we're seeing here with Kyle Larson. He's the favorite here at plus 350. Which and- is such a stupid number for a, a cup race. It was kind of dumb last year, but now yeah. we have a new car, and we're, we can, we can go on and on and on about this. But there's so many things that can go wrong this weekend with this new car. I mean, you can have a tire blowout. They're not running interliners, so with, if that happened, they, that could end the day just from having a flat tire. They, there's no right. interliner. You can get towed back to pit road. Day's done. Yeah. So you can take in a guy at plus three fifty that can just you know just Cut a tire and, and, and it's it. Right. I mean, you, you don't know. We know. We know that by watching NASCAR from last season. We know <laughs> curbs come off the track. Things <laughs> it's happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, track owners go out and hammer down. Oh, oh my God. Oh. But yeah. I mean, the bottom line, we've had this car has had mechanical part you know, failures, part failures, yeah. tires, tires are coming off. Wheels are coming off the cars last week at, at Daytona. <laughs> Our pets' heads are falling off. Yeah, I hate this fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. What else we got? Anything else? Sure. Steve, you want to talk about the top tens? Yeah, sure thing. Let's see. So. Uh, let's start out with the most ridiculous number on the board, and Please. that is Chris Busher at plus four hundred for a top ten. Um, when you look at when you shop lines, most places is available for plus one hundred, uh, plus one ten ish somewhere around that area. 
Uh, and we're talking about a guy here that uh, led at Homestead last year for the majority of stage one. So I don't know why they're pricing this guy so low. He's, he's, he's still with uh, Roush with RFK Racing this year. We got Brad Kozlowski over there as a teammate now, helping him as a mentor pretty much. Uh, so Chris Busher is a very guy that's run very good at tracks with high tire wear. His teammate now is Brad Kozlowski. Um, it's a very good combination. You got a new card, some more funding, all sign. I mean, so all, all those things point to, to uh, Chris Busher here easily at least having a chance of finishing in the top 10. So plus nice. 400 there feels like the best, one of the best plays in the board a week for the week for me. Yeah, I agree. That is astounding. I mean, somebody at MGM is going to get fired over this one. If, Ooh. you know, if, if we can uh, get enough listeners to, to join in, that, that's, that's a bad number. Let's do it, man. I love it. And let's get him on the show and get him to explain what happened. Well, <laughs> that would be excellent. Yeah. I always I would I want to hear the, the the thought processes of some of these odds that odds makers that put these lines out. It's really astounding. Yeah, it would You'd probably be- just be like, "Shit, guys, I I really messed up on that one." <laughs> That's probably how it would go. But uh, yeah, there's three more. Run them, run them down. Let's do it. Sure thing. I got I got uh, Eric Jones plus for five fifty. Yep. Um, Eric Jones is still with the same team as with last year, I believe the year before, with Richard Petty Motorsports. But great news for Eric Jones this year. We got uh, he's got a teammate this year, and uh, they uh, partnered up with GMS Racing from the Truck Series, and they are going to bring quite a bit of funding to that two car team. And we've already seen that kind of come to light in uh, the, the clash and at Daytona last week. Uh, both cars are very strong there. They were there in both events. Eric Jones was running inside the top five. He got a top five at the clash, the Coliseum race. Uh, he was in contention for another top five at Daytona last week, got taken out in a late wreck. Now, was that Brad Keselowski? Yes, the yes, human okay, uh, yeah. bulldozer. <laughs> sure. Yep. The Cup Series was <laughs> coming up to the field, and um, I think he had like eighteen scalps on Sunday. No mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it, it was nuts. It was nuts. So, so uh, thanks to him, he he kind of couldn't finish off that deal there. But as far as pure performance goes, a very good sign for him this year. And uh, I, I, did I mention the the Darlington stuff? I mean, Eric Jones was. When he's at Joe Gibbs, he was a top-notch performer at Darlington and at high wear racetrack, kind of running the top kind of a deal. So that translates pretty well over here to Auto Club this weekend. Like it, man. I got it. I got the exact number, plus 550. So Nice. Yeah. Per, I mean, these are all coming from MGM, so you should be getting yeah, identical yeah. numbers. Those are, that's the book this weekend to hammer these top tens on especially for these longer shot guys. And Ty Dillon's the next one, plus 1,200. Ty Dillon is Eric Jones' teammate. He's looked very good. He was he worked his way up to the field twice at mm-hmm. the Clash before jumping the restart. I mean, that's why he kind of had to work his way up there two times. Mm-hmm. He jumped the restart, but he made quick progress Um in that event and then he was running inside the top he almost cashed our top 10 ticket last week at daytona yeah i think it was plus 380 
Yeah, finished eleventh, just outside the top ten there. So average finish so far this season around seven, seven eighth place. So you're right in that window there yeah, already man. at plus twelve at plus twelve hundred. So I, I I love how this team how these two guys look for this organization this year. Plus he's sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee, which is uh Noah Gregson's uh, sponsor as well. So I'm kind of kind of partial to that. Gotcha. Yeah. That that really had no bearing on the handicap. It's just it's a cool looking car. <laughs> it does fast, not, but fast you know, paint is very good at these types of tracks. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe that fast paint. Maybe that coffee has something to do with it. Could be. Maybe there's a spike in their, you know, uh, the little uh, drink that they have in the car with it. You know. Yeah, you never know. You really never know. Bingo. All right, let's talk about matchups, Arch, instead of coffee. What do you think? I, I'm down, Matt. Let's do it. Locked in the locked in the bets. Let's just make a quick, easy, what, 300 bucks off that? All right, matchups. What do we got? <laughs> uh, we've got a one-and-a-half unit play. Chase Briscoe over Bubba Wallace at MGM. Um, this thing is just – it's mispriced. Uh, Bubba finished second last week. So, again, maybe a little recency bias cooked in. Um but over at DraftKings, I think is a more fair price. It's got Briscoe as a, a minus one sixty favorite, and that's probably where it should be. So don't play it at DraftKings. Play it at MGM, and if you can't play it at MGM, don't play it at all. But um, just you know, for all the reasons we talked about Briscoe early, I, I I think that's a great great matchup for us. Okay. Yeah, then, Bubba Wallace for me is just he's a huge fade for me for any. Any race that's not at a super speedway, uh, what I mean is Talladega, Daytona, Atlanta. Those are the three tracks Bo Wallace could win at. Other than that, he's probably going to be running around the 20th place position every other race. He's just uh, he's pretty much elite at super speedways, but when it comes to short tracks and intermediates, he's just not the guy. He's, I don't think he's very good at taking care of his stuff. Whatever the, whatever the problem is over there, he's just... Chase Briscoe is the superior driver in every way, in my opinion, when it comes to that type of racing. Okay. Sold. Nice. And then um, we're looking at Tyler Reddick over Brad Kozlowski uh, for a unit. That's at DraftKings. Um, Reddick Redick is one of the guys that likes to run the fence as well. Um, so with that being in play, I think he's got a decent shot here uh, to have a really good showing. Kozlowski at the short track, you know, during the clash was really slow. He didn't even make the, you know, the main. And um, he's always been fast on the super speedways. So, I mean, that was kind of like a, you know, par for the course. But again, I, I really, you know, before I start playing on Brad Kozlowski, I want to see him prove it on these these intermediate tracks. And I, I just, I don't think they've got the speed. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Everything you said about uh, Brad there, Tyler Reddick. I, I, I just finished watching the Xfinity race, and you're, you're everything you said is correct. I mean, you, you run the wall, you get the run off the corner. It's it's just it's identical to Homestead, and Tyler Reddick ran. The, he runs the field over at Homestead. Yeah, and, and I mean, and these bodies are a little bit more durable. So I mean, it's not even catastrophic if you bump the wall a couple times, which you know he's done. That's correct. And, uh, and when you can do that, you can take advantage of it more and, you know, take more risks running the fence. Yep. Um, and then we've got another matchup where we're fading Brad uh, with Kurt Busch. Um, Kurt just, you know, um, 
he's been been pretty good this year. He was fast in testing. Um, the Toyotas are generally good at, at you know uh, Auto Club track. Not not that you can glean a lot of information from that, but um, I just don't don't think Brad's got any speed this year at these intermediates. So it's just another fade, another numbers grab. We're getting plus a hundred at MGM. So so why not? Got it. I th- I also, I think Kurt Busch is getting a little undervalued here because of what's happened so far at the Clash and at Daytona. Um, we've seen Kurt Busch. He won his only race last year, I believe. It was, it was at La- Atlanta? Atlanta. It was Atlanta, and he he ran them over. Oh, yeah. And Atlanta is a track that's – before – the reconfiguration of that track, that was the track, that, that was the driver's track with super high tire wear, managing your stuff. And that's that now that's auto club. So yeah, that, <laughs> talk about, you know, high tire wear. There was a red flag in that, that Atlanta race because pieces of the asphalt uh, oh, were God. chipping up. Yeah. So there was like a, 15 minute delay while they repave part of the track. It was, Jesus. it was absurd, but yeah, I mean, Kurt ran him over that day and uh, spoiler alert, we had him for the win. So that's why I remember it. But yeah, that was, that was a good day. I think he ran the gear wrench car that week, right? He did. The want to run the, you know, the, on, on the tracks that drivers are very good at. And that's why they chose that race. It was the gear wrench car. That's, that's a good memory there, Steve. Long-term memory, I'm pretty good. Short-term, yeah. you forget about it. <laughs> That's why I'm a good sports better, right? You forget about what happened yesterday, but remember what happened 10 years ago. That's, that's right, man. <laughs> All right, anything else we like? Yeah, we got another one. Do it. You can't, you can't get rid of us that easy, man. We got uh, Chris Busher over Daniel Suarez. Um, Busher, because you know this, this track is in his wheelhouse. Suarez, um, I, I'm just not a big Suarez believer. Steve, are you? I'm not. I'm a believer a little bit on the team itself. Yes. But Suarez has not really showed me much yet as in his entire career. That, I'm not just talking like recently, but he even he was with Joe Gibbs Racing, and he really didn't show all that much over there. He's never won a race, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Um, he, and he's he's such a likable cat. You know what I mean? Like he's oh he's he's, yeah, he's, he's fun. He gives good interviews. It's like just be a better driver, though. You know? <laughs> oh, no, he's great. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm just not going to bet on him, but you know, I would listen to him give an interview and talk about Pitbull. That, that's Arch. If you're not aware, Pitbull—that's the team that's sponsored by Pitbull. Pitbull owns the team um, over there on track house. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about uh, some hip hop a little bit. But it—it it is that guy. It is that guy. It's that guy. Oh, okay, okay. He, he performed the halftime show at the Clash. Oh, yeah, he's cool. a big NASCAR guy now. He owns a team of track house over there. So he and Joe Gibbs is <laughs> brush elbows all the time and it's just hang <laughs> yeah. out, talk. And, and Jordan and Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. a weird sport, man. Yeah, man, that's no doubt. Good for them, though. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess else? when you don't know what else to spend your money on, you buy a race team. Right. Yeah. I mean, it used to be horses. Yeah. Now it's cars. Bingo. But that's uh that's all I got here on my list. Steve, is there any hidden value? I added uh, Alex Bowman over William Byron. Yeah, I forgot that one. Yeah, I just just Alex Bowman was uh 
he won the race here two years ago at the most recent track event um he's very good when it comes to worn out racetracks he won at richmond as well which is the, a short track that's got super high tire wear so anything that has a lot of hot you know a lot of wear alex bowman is pretty good at saving his stuff apparently um he's very he's good at coming on at the end of the races so that's how you know he's you know taking care of things and just uh in it at the end so i, I like that it's plus 100 over there mgm so you should be able to get that one too right. yeah i see it all right yeah, if it's if it's better than a coin flip plus a hundred's good, you know. So why not? Why not? That's what. I'm just, why not? That's that's what I'm saying, man. All the time. Why not? Let's live a little. Let's buy some Speedway Steve merch. That's it, man. Then we can buy a race car once we hit some of these bets tonight. I Steve. like this. I like this weekend. This feels like a good spot to kind of go a little heavier if you want to. Mm. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'm with you. I have so much money locked up on MGM right now. It's silly. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's it's really justified. I just feels like a smash spot for me this weekend. Oh, I like it. Steve's talking smash. He is. He doesn't ever talk like this. No, he does. He's, he's getting a little aggressive. He is. <laughs> George is getting upset. <laughs> All right, boys. Anything else we need to know about the races? Uh, they, They're a lot more fun to watch in a Speedway Steve hoodie. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Steve, did you know we have the fastest all-time selling gear in the DGen store? Had no idea. Yeah, breaking news. That's that's big. That's it. That's it. All right, Bill. Always good hanging out with you, man. Thanks for having us again, Arch. My pleasure, Steve. Can't wait to do it again next week. Yep, we got three races next week: trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. So we bet we right back at it for the full uh, schedule next week. Can't wait! Hell yeah! Talk to you guys later. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.